before we go any further, I want to make sure I set the tone just right for this amazing moment. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to be the first to welcome you to the very first episode of The Black Luxury Code, a podcast where we can create healthy conversations and opinions around the subject of luxury. My name is Andrew Lamar, and I will be your dope and most gracious host each week providing you with the hottest subjects and trending news within the luxury industry. But before we get any further into the BLC, I guess I would like to take a little bit of time to introduce myself. I am a luxury professional who works within the industry on the retail corporate side, and by far, can I just tell you, I could not have imagined my career would be where it is today. From an early age, I've always had the passion for creativity and arts, performance, products, food, music, fashion, anything around that caliber, that is where most of my energy has always dwelled. Although I always knew a few of these areas would be part of who I am or wanted to be, I decided to draw my energy more towards the fashion industry. I grew up in a small metropolitan that most people probably would not be able to recognize off the back, but I grew up in Rochester, New York. That is home for me. And to be honest, there were not a lot of fashion opportunities around. So I literally had to pick it up any way in any place I could. Most of the times I was that individual running down to the local grocery store buying all the fashion magazines and watching the different TV shows like The Hills, The City, Top Model, Project Runway, anything of that caliber, right? That would fulfill what I had pictured in my mind of working in this industry. So towards the end of my high school career, I decided to take my passions for clothing and fashion and translate it into my career objective. And from there, I decided to follow my dreams. And shortly after finishing high school, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I really want to go to this school. Um, this was the school of my dreams coming out of high school. And at the age of 18, I moved to Los Angeles and I attended, I attended <laughs> the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, also known as FITM where I graduated with my first degree in fashion marketing. And to be honest, that was my first moment where I was able to be around like-minded individuals who really understood creativity, who, um, I don't wanna say praised, but who saw the value in intellectual creativity and wanting to be expressive. So, that moment for me was everything. I honestly, that would, that would be something, if I could rewind back the time, I would do that experience all over again. But moving forward, shortly after finishing my first degree at FITM, I came back to New York to finish my bachelor's back upstate at Buffalo State College in fashion merchandising. And this was another moment for me where I made a lot of great connections. This was definitely my, I would say the ideal college experience for me, finishing my bachelor's at Buffalo State. However, I was still in the market of being 
in a region within New York that was not most known for fashion. So, um, you know, not to downplay certain parts of New York State where I'm from or where I went to school, but there were not a lot of opportunities. And um, the opportunities that I were given within fashion, honestly, they weren't what I was looking for. And I felt that at that moment there was a disconnect. Either I wasn't communicating properly what I wanted, or perhaps I just wasn't looking in the right places. So from that moment, I decided, you know what, I need to take a step back and I'm going to do some research. I'm going to do some research on job opportunities within certain markets, or I'm going to go back to school and we're going to take it from there. So within my research, one day I came across this really cool, or should I say amazing opportunity for a master's program. And honestly, once I I, I looked into the, I, I just could not imagine passing up this opportunity. I applied and I was accepted. So that was mind blowing. And from there I became a student of the Global Luxury and Management Program at North Carolina State University. And long story short, this experience not only allowed me to study my specific passion for luxury, but it also allowed me to study it where it all started. Paris, France, you guys. Paris, France. And as a black man coming from such a small metropolitan, my mind was absolutely blown. I had the pleasure of being a student in Paris at Schema Business School and studied throughout all of France. But not just that, I had the opportunity to connect with amazing people from all around the world, um, from the United States, from Paris, from different parts of France. Um, there were some other countries as well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was such a melting pot within my cohort. And, you know, it really, now that I think back, it really set me up for success of where I am today. Um, and I've been blessed and able to work for some of the top houses and maisons within the world. And to my point now, the goal of this podcast is to share my experiences, but also to learn from yours. And most importantly, to create a fun environment for all of us to learn and to share different perspectives on the subject of luxury. And so, you know, enough about the boring talk. I'm sure you guys are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so at this point, I'm sure some of you are probably wondering, well, where did the black luxury code name come from? Like, why did you name it that? And to be honest, as I just mentioned, I am a young black luxury professional. And to be completely transparent with you, I want to make sure this project, I wanted to make sure this project did not exclude anyone's participation, but I also wanted to make sure that it reflected me and people who looked like me within this subject. You know, the luxury industry can be such a complex environment, a tough place to be and to get involved in. It's, a, it's so hard to break into the luxury industry, especially for people like myself. 
Um, so therefore, the, the Black Luxury Code not only represents people who look like me, but it represents all perspectives and ideas that are different, that are viewed differently than what we see and known today within the luxury industry. And to be honest, this platform is nothing more than a space to learn and share and express our opinions. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to have fun with it. I don't want this to be uptight and, you know, we're not going to have that stuffy cult that is displayed in other places. You know, at some point we're going to have some special guests. We're going to have um, some, some games. We're going to make this an interactive engagement to really supply you with more than just opinions and, and biases of the subject. But I want to be able to express to you guys best practices and strategies, um, education that is impactful to you, whether that is learning about different maisons or as in America, we may say houses or brands, um, whether we are learning more about the topic of sustainability. I know, you know, in this day and age, we have a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to create product and the client experience. What does that really look like from the best of the best? What are some of those tactics or practices that they are leveraging that you can leverage in your own business? And we want to talk about that here at the Black Luxury Code. But not just that, of course, as I mentioned before, we wanna talk about some of the hottest topics that are going on within the luxury today or within the industry today. There's so many different collaborations, so many different launches, you know, brands are being so disruptive in this time, you know, where they're now starting to understand that there is a new customer, there's a new client in town and how do we engage with them? What are their, hmm, what are the things that really drive them into what makes them interested or excited about a product, about an experience? And that is what we're going to deep dive into each and every week. And you know, at this point, I, I just wanted to get on this uh i guess this episode to introduce myself and to kind of give you a little bit of background about me and what the platform is going to do going forward but before we end i did want to bring to you one topic one very interesting topic that i would like to further discuss in our next episode and to be honest with you not to take away from any particular subject for any particular audience member but I am very passionate on the men's side of the industry. And what does that mean? That means for me, when we look at fashion, when we go shopping or anything, we're always able to find things that cater to the female client. There are a lot of stores today that still only cater to the female client. And that's for particular reasons, that's understandable. But to start this off, I want to focus on the men, the male client, the male consumer, 
the male audience audience member that's listening right now. So, I recently came across an article, probably over the last week, that was talking about the G7 summit that took place in Germany um, over the past, I think, two weeks. And for those who don't know what the G7 summit is, this is when um, it's pretty much a gathering of the world's most advanced economies, such as uh, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, the United States, um, as well as the uh, European Union, the, the EU. And what they do at this summit is, you know, they speak about different global issues and objectives that need to be handled clearly by the up and ups, right? <laughs> All the, the politician topics and, you know, worldwide um, issues and complexities that's going on. That's what they discuss there. And interesting enough, each year, all of the leaders, they take this picture. I don't know if they do it at the end or during the middle, but they take this picture um, to pretty much symbolize their their union, this, this annual union of this summit. And interesting enough, all of the leaders took a group picture without any neckwear. No ties, no bow ties, no nothing. No neckwear at all. And you guys are probably thinking, well, okay, well, what is the problem? I don't see the problem. But they received so much backlash because these politicians did not wear they didn't have a tie on. And as I was reading this article, you know, some of the things that were discussed, just to paraphrase, they, you know, they were criticized to, to say that, I don't know, maybe it was unprofessional or, you know, this is a, a certain caliber of politicians. Why are they so relaxed in their, in how they're dressing? You know, they look as if they're coming from a picnic or they're they're coming from a soccer game. And you know what? The interesting thing is each and every one of these politicians in their own right, leaders, I'm sure they are fathers, they are uncles, you know, they are favorite cousins to their to their to the younger generation. And I think it's unfair to put them in such a box where because they are politicians, they have to wear a tie or a bow tie or whatever the case may be, a tie. Let's just say a tie, right? That doesn't define their expertise or it doesn't minimize their passion for wanting change on a global scale or within their own region, market, country. Um, I feel that in this day and age, the rules are, there are no rules when it comes to fashion. You can do whatever you please. I feel that there are traditionally some rules or some best practices, let's say, that are set in place to help you set the foundation. But nowadays, it, it shouldn't even matter. And it, it shouldn't matter what you decide to put on, 
what matters is how you show up and what purpose is behind the reason of your existence, the reason behind why you have arrived to that moment. And you know what? Interesting enough, I went to a wedding a few, was it two weeks ago? And over the last month, I kept going back and forth with myself. Oh my gosh, I'm told that this is a traditional wedding, of course, blah, blah, blah. I need to be formal. And I thought, well, you know what? I don't know if I want to wear a traditional suit. I don't know if I want to wear a tie or a bow tie. How else could I still show up in the formality this occasion calls for, but still make it my own? And you know what, you guys? At the end of the day, I did not wear any necktie, any neckwear at all. In fact, I took a different route and I, I felt like I still stayed within the, let's say, the framework of what a male would wear to a wedding, but I definitely made it my own. I wore this really cool um, smoke jacket. It was, I want to say like a tinted green, like a tinted soft green, um, this white bishop collar button-down shirt that had a three-fourth sleeve collar. Was it three-fourth sleeve or was it short sleeve? I can't remember. But it was a short sleeve uh, button-down bishop collar with some black um, slim-fitted trousers. They weren't skinny, but they were definitely more on the slim fit. So they were very nice, um, nice fitting. And I wore some penny loafers from one of my favorite brands to this day, Burberry. You guys, I tell you, if you want to see the outfit, I would recommend maybe taking a look on my Instagram page because I have a full video and you guys can let me know what you think of my outfit <laughs> that I wore to the wedding because I honestly feel like this ties in so well to the subject. Do we think neckwear for men is dead and honestly i don't think neckwear is dead for men i think the way and how we use it is being reborn again i don't think that it's more of a necessity or part of a uniform but it's more of an expression to help elevate our our outfit, you know, just how any other accessory should be utilized. It's to elevate and to add a different moment where the eyes may wander when someone's looking at your outfit. But if you did want to take a look at that that outfit that I wore, my Instagram is Saint Trends, which is S T T R E N D Z, all lowercase Andre Lamar. I have a black and gray black and white scale um display picture if you see that that is me click on there and it's the first uh square to the left in the top left and you can tell me what you guys thought and honestly to finish off the outfit i added a really cool uh floral gold brooch on the lapel and i received so much 
love for that outfit so much great feedback and honestly i'm a person i i i do follow my my instincts when it comes to dressing i tend not to share too much and my friends they're always like you never like to share what you're wearing and it's because i want to be my authentic self and sometimes when you overshare because people may not understand it they will sway your thoughts and that's how you create great areas within your own life that's how you start to kind of move own path by being swayed by someone else's opinion so yeah i do keep a lot of things to myself and it's always worked well for me <laughs> but nonetheless back on the subject is men neckwear is it dead what do you think do you think this is something that is going away or do you think it's being the definition of how we use it is being reborn again so you know what we're going to jump more into that next week next episode i'm saying next week the next episode we're going to deep dive a little bit more i'm actually going to get a few opinions of some of my friends and we're going to discuss this next week with you some of the opinions that i may have gathered um but we're also going to talk about some other interesting topic topics and news that are going on within the industry and trust me there is a lot going on but thank you so much for listening to my first episode i'm so appreciative i'm so excited you guys to move forward with you and we're going to learn so much including myself and um, we're going to have fun with this so until the next time, thank you so much for joining the first episode of the Black Luxury Code, and I will check you all next, next episode. Peace and love, you guys.